at 75. You're listening to onthewakeupradio.com. Sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on thewakeupradio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Yo, my bad, my bad. Let me not be rude. I just stuff in my mouth. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. I just want to say, I think my little whole theory about special needs children is pretty spot on. Because this flow rider thing makes no sense. I need to go back and see if Eric Clapton's kid was special needs because some things just don't make any sense. I mean, dare I say I was right, but I think I'm right. I think I'm right. I think I'm, I think I have, uh, I think I'm on to something. I think I'm on to something. So what do I want to do first? What do I want to do first? Where should I go first? Yo, snowfall. Um, let's see. What did I like? What did I like? I like that Louis is suffering. I like that. I like that Louis's world has fallen apart without Jerome. I like that. I like seeing her suffer and have nightmares, act a complete monkey, run to Scully. I don't know what she expects Scully to do. Because at the end of the day, Franklin is still the big dog. (laughs) And then at the funeral, she's like, you know, you're the devil. Oh, no. Why'd you come back for me? I came back for you because I need all the help I can get. I need all the help I can get, Louie. You know, you're the devil. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Franklin is the devil. I'm loving it. I'm loving. I'm loving watching Louis just spiral out of control. Oh, so what are you doing? Oh, so you shut me up. No, Moreno. The DAA, the DAA caught me. They wanted me to give you up, but I gave up Teddy. They want Teddy. Oh, so. What are you doing, oh, so? I think Franklin's going to not, I think they're going to kill Franklin, dog. Because now they're talking a spinoff show. They're talking a spinoff show with the crackhead chick. Did anybody see that? Did anybody see that? They talking a spinoff, a spin, a snowfall spinoff with the crackhead chick. I don't want to see the crackhead chick. Wanda, is that her name? Who wants, I don't want to see no crackhead, pre-crackhead. I'm good. I'm good. I keep saying. Who the the hell wants to see a snowfall with a pre-crackhead Wanda? I sure as hell don't. But anywho, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Um. Yeah, you just read it. See, you know what? Let's go look together. Let's go look together. I like looking together. I like learning with y'all at the same time. We learning together. Learning together. Snowfall. Spin off with the crackhead named Wanda. Yeah. Look at this here. I don't want to see this. Snowfall spinoff early development at FX. Gail Bean rumored to start. Nobody wants to see her. If you, if the only characters I will, I'm mildly interested in as far as a prequel is maybe a young Jerome. Okay. A young Jerome, Jerome, Kane, Scully, uh, um, Franklin's sister. Not sister, but his mother, right? Sissy. Okay. And maybe Ver- Veronica's mo- mom. Like those are the only characters I care about. Or and maybe a uh maybe a young, young, like a toddler Leon. Okay, so only thing people I care about pre if we're talking pre if I had choices, it would be a young Jerome, Kane, Scully, Sissy. Maybe, maybe Veronica's mother. Okay, let's get into this. The offshoot will potentially star Gail Bean reprising her fa- her fan favorite Snowfall character. One, nobody wants this. Nobody wants to see pre-crackhead Wanda. The this, this spinoff is a continuation of the original story set in 1990s uh, LA South Central transition out of the crack era into the gangster rap business with areas ev- heavily invested infested by gangs led by the blood. I don't want to see this. Wanda will serve as the connective tissue between the original show and the offshoot, which is expected to introduce other main characters. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. 
Um, it's, not, it's yet unknown if any other characters from the original could also appear in the new show. Malcolm Spellman would serve executive producer and writer of the pilot. Returning uh, exec producers, David Andron, uh, showrunner, da, 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 Trevor L. Egginson. I wonder if they're going to give John, John, um, John Singleton some credit, some, a dead man's credit. Oh, okay, there we go. John Singleton will get credit. Okay, okay, all right. I don't want this. Let's see. One of Franklin's closest associates, longtime friend Leon, with whom Hustle was in early seasons. Wanda's, Wanda was Leon's girlfriend who becomes addicted to crack, ends up homeless. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to see this. I'm sorry. I don't want to see anything with Wanda pre or post, post snowfall. I'm cool. Because now you done killed all the, the big dogs off. So you killed off Jerome. Kane's dead. Scully is Scully. Um, Sissy's going to get out the game. Right? Ah, oh, no, nah, I'm, I don't, I'm good. I have no interest in this. Exactly. So, yeah. So either Leon and Franklin both get killed or one of them gets killed. Or Franklin either gets killed or goes to prison if they're loosely following Freeway Ricky's story. So either Franklin gets killed off or he goes to prison. Same thing with Leon. Okay. I don't want to see this. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm good. As soon as I saw her, I was like, I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. And we all know the, the real, the real Louie is, she's still out here kicking it. Right? Last time I checked. Okay. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. All right. Let's do Flo Rida first. Let's do, let's do Flo Rida first. Cause I'm, I'm gonna keep trying to tell y'all when I, when I was telling y'all about these special needs children, y'all was laughing at me, not taking me serious. You, y'all thought I was being mean, right? You thought I was being a bully. Okay. Y'all thought I was being mean and being a bully. I told y'all about these special needs kids. They're only good for really one thing. If you want to pull that card, okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This whole... Got my daiquiri sipping. This whole floor rider thing with his son, come on, gives me Eric Clapton vibes. Right? Would you know my name? Even saw you in heaven. <laughs> that's not funny, but that's a great song. That's a great song. This whole Flo Rida thing, it just gives me Eric Clapton vibes once again. I'm going to keep saying it. Y'all laugh at me when I say this. Y'all, y'all be careful with people with these special needs kids. Don't have them. You want to avoid these problems? Don't have them. Uh-oh. And, and, and you know what, Nick? And here's my theory. I'm going to let the theory play out in front of y'all. And, and y'all tell me if I'm crazy. Y'all tell me if I'm crazy. Huh? Listen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Special needs kids, only good for one thing. 
Okay, let's go. Developments out of Jersey City tonight. We've learned rapper Flo Rida's son fell from their fifth floor apartment. Now the child's mother is filing a lawsuit. Alexis Adams claims the building was equipped with, quote, windows that posed a hazardous condition, allowing her son to fall onto concrete pavement three weeks ago. So you mean all the years this, this luxury building has been erected, you mean to tell me this is the first child to fall through the window? Ain't that the same thing they said about Eric Clapton's kid? We're going to go over Eric Clapton's kid, how he fell out, out of his apartment as well. You mean to tell me building codes, code inspectors, fire chiefs come through, inspect these places, and and and, and no one says, you know what, y'all might want to put some safety bars, safety guards, safety rails. These windows might, a child may be able to push one of these windows out. Does it make sense to y'all? Okay. Does it make sense to y'all? And on top of that, where, where was the mom at? Only that bedroom? That makes no sense. You talk about a, a building with multiple stories. Okay. There's a building with multiple stories. Certain codes have to be met. Um, at certain heights, the building should be able to res resist certain wind pressures and all this good stuff. Come on, let's not do this, y'all. Let's, let's not do this. Let's not, yeah, let's not do this. Let's continue. And leaving him with some serious injuries. Adam said this in a written statement. As a single mom to a special needs child, this uh -oh. feels... <laughs> Wrong sound effect, but whatever. As a single mom... To a special needs child. Y'all gonna quit playing with me. I was right about these special needs kids. Give me some more flowers. Give me flowers. Give me flowers. A hey, matter of fact, give either give me flowers or give me the handicap sign in handicap emoji. For these special needs kids. Listen, I'm the only person I feel confident in that that was talking about these special needs kids not need be here. They need not be here. Like a nightmare. My heart is broken into a million pieces. I'm devastated, angry, and struggling to come to terms with the fact that my only child has suffered severe injuries due to willful negligence of our landlord and others involved in failing to take necessary safety measures. And of course, we'll continue to follow up on that story. That's, that's not how this works. Now let's go, let's go hunting. Let's go hunting for this in this story, okay? This is the building. In Jersey. Incident out of Jersey City after rapper Flo Rida's son fell from his mother's fifth floor apartment. Yeah, News 12 New Jersey's Tony Caputo joins us from Jersey City right now to tell us how the child is doing. Well, the child is in serious condition right now. Still no comment from Flo Rida to our knowledge. We've reached out to the management company of this building as well. No comment just yet. We'll certainly keep you posted on that. But again, Serious injuries to this six-year-old child, apparently falling from a fifth-floor window of this apartment building here in Jersey City. According to the family's attorney, suffering multiple pelvis fractures, left metatarsal fractures, grade three liver laceration, internal bleeding and collapsed lungs, currently in intensive care in a local hospital. Really? Yeah, you're going to... So now you're going to say the building wasn't up to code, right? That's what we're going to go with. 
The six-year-old's mother, Alexis Adams, filing a lawsuit claiming the building was equipped with, quote, windows that posed a hazardous condition. So now all of a sudden, the building ain't up to code. Now all of a sudden, the building ain't up to code. Now all of a sudden, the building isn't up to code. Y'all gonna quit playing with me when I talk. When I talk about these things, allowing her son to fall onto the concrete pavement three weeks ago, leaving him with serious injuries. Adams adding in a written statement as a single mom to a special needs child. This feels like a nightmare. Y'all go stop playing with me. I'm not laughing, but I'm laughing. Multiple pelvis fractures, left metatarsal fractures. So he left metatarsal. Is that the hand or the foot? Right, grade three liver laceration, internal bleeding, and collapsed lungs. Now I'm gonna call cap on this. I'm gonna call cap on this. Now, now ask me why I'm, I'm gonna call cap on this boy's injuries. To me, I'm sorry, I'm not an expert, but if you fall, if a six-year-old falls from a what they say fifth story, well, let me see these because they like playing with numbers. They like playing with numbers. What, what was his intent? Fifth floor. Okay. So a six-year-old. So a six-year-old falls from a one, two, three, four, five. I'll tell you this. Technically, it's one, two, three, four, five. Okay. So if a six-year-old, why are you going to call cap on this? I'm going to call cap on this because... Why is this? Why? How? How has he not have any head injuries? Right. So, are you, you're going to tell me he landed feet first miraculously? For him to have broken hips. Once again, I'm not a fall expert, Nick. You know more about falls, jumping out of airplanes than I do. These injuries tell me somehow he landed on on feet first instead of head first. This boy has no head trauma at that height and given his age, wasn't he wearing a helmet? Oh, okay. So he's, so he's, he's one of those kids wearing a helmet. Oh, Wait, 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 wait. Even if the boy was wearing it, ain't no helmet. <laughs> ain't no, listen, I'm sorry. Ain't, ain't no, ain't no special needs helmet is constructed to withstand the blows from a, a, a from a fall from a five-story building. Come on, man, don't play. Hey, listen, man. Don't play with me. <laughs> don't play. <laughs> don't do me like this. Don't do me like this. <laughs> hey, listen. Ain't no special needs helmet. This is not a Riddell, a Riddell helmet designed to withstand blows from 35 miles an hour from different angles. Come on, this is a special needs helmet. You gonna tell so y'all wanna tell me a special needs helmet would prevent brain injuries, head trauma 
from a six-year-old that falls from a fifth-story window. That's what we're doing tonight. That's that's what we're doing tonight. CP30. He said he's one of those kids. Y'all better stop playing with me. Come on, I'm not trying to be the bad guy. Don't make me the bad guy. That's what That's what we doing right now. Wait, wait you know what? <laughs> this is what Now nah, let's keep fishing, man. Let's keep fishing. Come on, let's keep fishing. Let's keep fishing. I want to see what his son look like. Let's see what his son look like. Okay, <laughs> where's the, okay, this kid is not wearing a special needs helmet in none of these pictures with, with his with his parents. Now, the hockey thing is, that's hockey. Okay, that's, that, that's a given, but I'm not seeing any special needs helmet. Come on, man. Y'all, this story doesn't, that doesn't add up. I'm saying this because the injuries are not indicative. He has no head trauma. He has no head trauma. Right? Yo, you hitting the concrete. Come on, man. Nah, come on, y'all. Nah, 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 nah. Come on. Nah, nah, nah. Let, listen. Now I'm being serious. <laughs> now I'm being serious, y'all. Are y'all laughing? Doe of an apartment building in New Jersey is suing the management company. She claims the equipment they installed in her window didn't keep her son safe. The equipment they installed in the apartment did not keep her son safe. Okay. Maybe they'll give us a little bit more in-depth take. CBS 2's Christine Sloan reports. Zohar Dillard, seen here during the holidays, is recovering in the hospital after falling out of a fifth-story window. Do y'all see that? So he's special needs, but knows how to get out. He's special needs. Come on, exactly. The higher up you go, like, the windows are, like, mad heavy. They're, like, really thick. You know what I'm saying? They're not meant, they're not designed to be opened, you know? Come on, this ain't even, this ain't even adding up, y'all. This ain't even adding up. He should be, he should be having way more than some, some, some pelvic fractures. I guess that, that does I guess he just figured it out, right? At this Jersey City apartment complex earlier in March, his mother's filed a lawsuit against the building. Her attorney says the six-year-old's in stable condition, but suffering from serious Okay. Ladies, because uh, the majority of you guys are nurses, if this is a legit picture of him in a hospital, where's the, so no head and neck brace, right? I, I, where we, oh, he's holding, he's holding a Injuries. doll. A fractured pelvis, shattered pelvis, uh, liver lacerations, internal bleeding, uh, punctured lungs. The lawsuit. 
That tells me he landed feet first. That tells me he he landed feet first. Right? He landed feet first. If you believe he did, even if he lands feet, come on, I've watched enough death videos of people falling out of buildings off tall stuff. Like once you, once the legs kind of sandwich, the body kind of falls, you know what I'm saying? Like it just, it's like, it's like a kerplunk. Right now, I'm I'm not saying that, 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 you know, there's a specific way to fall, but for a child that doesn't know how to land, right? Even a child, if it landed on his legs, it would still kerplunk. Like the body would fall forward, backward to the side after the legs kind of sandwich and absorb the majority of the impact. You know what I'm saying? Sound like he fell flat? How? He has no head injuries. He has no head injuries. He has no head injuries. This make that make it totally. I don't believe this ain't. This ain't. It's not mathing up. The math ain't mathing for me. We're talking about a six year old, special needs, right? He falls out. He's more than likely to tumble maybe once, like a half tumble. If he falls out head first, if he tumble, let me see. Let's run it back. Let's look at the apartment real quick. Names Goldberg Man earlier in March. Okay, so we're looking at the fifth floor. If he falls out head first, like I would expect a child to do so, he maybe does a half tumble. Now I could see him landing on his, even if he landed on his legs, the rest of his body, it it would be like a kerplunk. You understand? You know what? Do I have that one video? Now wait a minute. Let me let me do this real quick. Hold up. Let me try something. Let me try something. Do I have that video? Okay. This may not be a, the best representation. Okay. Yeah, this is this is a bit of a stretch. But I'm going to show it anyway. I may not I may not prove I may not properly prove my point. But let me do this. Yeah, this is not really a, a fair comparison because we're talking about an, an adult versus a child. And this guy fell from a much greater height. So let me do this. Hold up. Hold up. Let me pull it back. And then we're going to go over and revisit Eric Clapton's son. Because even that, when I first heard that, I was like, how? Like, where is the mom? Like, where's the mom? Okay, here we go. Now, once again, this is an unfair comparison. Totally different dynamics here, but I kind of want to give people an idea, okay, of when, when, a mom, when somebody takes a plunge. Now, we're, you know, I'm comparing a grown man that fell off maybe three to four times the different height as opposed to a child that fell maybe a half or a quarter this dip, uh, this distance. This makes no, no, no sense. Now, that is the moment of impact. That's the moment of impact. <laughs> I'm scared to ask, but yeah, what type of special needs is he? Yes, you all are going to hell. All of you. Yeah. 
I don't know. No head trauma to me is is is, is strange. No spinal injuries. All right, ladies. So y'all, y'all, I'm just saying, does it make sense to y'all? Okay. So once again, even though this video is not the same, but, and, and once upon impact, he actually bounces, but I'm not going to play that part. He actually bounces when he hits the ground, like bop, blop. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Let's get back to this, because this is not adding up to me. His mother's filed a lawsuit. Uh, liver lacerations, internal bleeding, uh, punctured lungs. The lawsuit names Goldberg Management as the plaintiff. We reached out to their offices and were told they're not commenting. Stephen Haddad says Zohar's mom, Alexis Adams, said more precautions should have been taken. The window guard that was requested uh, didn't get installed. Instead, they put a window stopper, and the window stopper wasn't long enough to prevent the window from opening large enough to let Zohar, uh, unfortunately, fall out. The attorney for the... Did y'all hear that? The mother of the six-year-old says she's so sharing her story, said more precautions should have been taken. The window guard that was requested uh, didn't get installed. Instead, they put a window stopper, and the window stopper wasn't long enough to prevent the window from opening large enough to let Zohar, uh, unfortunately, fall out. The attorney for the mother... That, so how can an, an apartment building be this negligent? Uh, man, come on. Okay, now y'all see where I'm going with this? You, you Okay, y'all see where I'm going with this? <laughs> All right, so, okay, I'm glad... I'm glad I'm not the only for head trauma can be avoided. Really? If you, if you run this scenario 10 times, if we put this thing in the computer, computer simulator, a six year old that falls out of a five story building, how many times would, would that, that child avoid head trauma? If we ran a computerized simulator 10 times in a row, there's no way. So where, where's the mom at during this time? The six-year-old says she's sharing her story to prevent another tragedy. We put out this press uh, statement because we wanted to warn others about um, what to do in the situation. Zohar's mom releasing a statement saying in part, as a single mom to a special needs child, this feels like a nightmare. My heart is broken into a million pieces. I am devastated, angry, and struggling to come to terms with the fact that my only child has suffered severe injuries. In Jersey City, Christine Sloan. CBS 2 News. Y'all better stop playing Alexis with Alexis Adams is asking for an undisclosed amount of money in this lawsuit, and we were unable to reach the rapper's rep. Okay, fine. Now let's do this. Let's go revisit Eric Clapton's son. He fell from a greater height. He fell from a, a, a greater height. Not songs, I meant son. Son, quit playing. Here we go. This was horrible. On March 20th, 1991, pay attention, four-year-old Connor died after falling from a 
floor window in New York City. Lord have mercy. I don't even think that boy understood what was happening to him before he died. That four-year-old fell from 53 floors. I would hope and pray that child was not even cognizant of what was happening to him before he passed on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? So now, okay, now here, here's, here's where we got some problems. Some say 49 stories, some say 53. Either way, that's hella, hella jacked up. Now, this was the mother. This was the mother. Okay. Passed away at the age of five after falling from the 53rd floor of the Galleria skyscraper in New York. Jeez, he peach. Uh, let's see. In an interview with Eric Clapton's official website, uh, okay, Lori Del Santo recalled the last seconds when Connor tragically jumped out of the open window. The retired actress remembered hearing screams from the from Connor's nanny, who could not stop the child at the right moment. She said, "My God, I heard the nanny, and she was running right behind him." But as Connor run into the room where the janitor was cleaning, the janitor stopped her to tell her that he had slid open the window, a huge wall of glass. And the second she stopped to listen to what he was saying, Connor ran straight through the window. I heard a dreadful scream, but it wasn't Connor. It was the nanny. I ran into the room. My God. It took six months for Clapton to adjust to the idea of becoming a father. It was very difficult to speak to him, so I decided to disappear. I didn't want anything from him, so I decided to go back to my life. I didn't even plan to call him when I got back to Italy. You funky heifer. Ain't this something? <laughs> Ain't this something? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Sacrifice. Ready? Ready? Here we go. Our decision happened in September, and by December, I was pregnant. I remember we were having dinner on Christmas Day at his manager's house, and I felt dreadfully sick. They all thought I was being typically Italian and not liking the English food, but I discovered later that I was pregnant. I was so happy. It was unbelievable. Uh-oh, here we go. But Eric was not all pleased, and he went into a dark mood when I told him. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, mm, mm. Speaking about Eric Clapton's reaction, Lori Del Santo recalled how the musician could not believe his son's tragic death. While Clapton went ahead to see their son at the mortuary, Lori Del Santo remembered that she could not bring herself to do the same. I kept thinking of ifs. If I hadn't stopped to read the facts, I wouldn't, I would have seen the window open and closed it. From that moment on, I ceased to live. The concierge called the ambulance, but obviously there was no hope. Eric went to see him at the mortuary, but I just couldn't. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, here we go. Not long after, Lori Del Santo lost another child who was born three months premature. She also gave birth to two other kids, Devin and okay, raised as a single mother. Blah 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 blah. Okay, okay. Uh oh, uh oh. However, as fate would have it, 
Lauren Del Santo tragically took her own life in 2018. Hmm. Oh, that was her son. Oh, tit for tat. Okay, got it back in blood. That was her son. Okay, okay. Well, hey, you know what? Blood in, blood out. Lauren's death is also a problem of nature. He was by no means a frail boy. He had congenital disease that developed over the years. When we thought about, uh, when we thought were characteristics of his personality, were characteristics of his illness that I did not know about. Now I understand immediately who suffers from it. This thing did not affect him physically. He was an athlete, no defects. He has never seen a doctor. All right, so they got it back in blood. Okay. Okay. Lori uh, explained the diagnosis of uh, ahendonia that Lauren was reportedly suffering from. She also recalled that he, she could never have imagined a mental illness because even Lauren's teachers at school only told her that he is always alone, but he is good. Uh, anhedonia is the inability to feel pleasure and is a common symptom of depression. The two types are social and physical. Many scientists have noted that the condition can be often be severe due to changes in brain activity. Wow, no, can't feel no pleasure? That's crazy. As per WebMD, there's no clear way to treat the condition, but it can be treated with medication and talk therapy. Well, let's take a look and uh, let's listen. Let's listen. Little things like spending time with my family. The happiness seemed to just go right out of them. I used to be passionate about my volunteer work at the animal shelter. But when I was depressed, I didn't care about it at all. I was going through a divorce. I couldn't even get excited about taking a big trip. Art was my favorite way to relax. I knew I was in trouble when I looked at my paintbrushes and felt nothing. These are the voices of anhedonia. It means lack of pleasure, and it's a symptom that affects millions of people. I am one of them. One of those voices is mine. What does anhedonia feel like? First, ask yourself, what do you love doing? Some people say music, art, or writing in a journal calms their nerves. Uh -huh. Others love hiking, playing sports, or engaging with animals like me. Uh, okay. Some meditate or pray. Uh -huh. Still uh -huh. others treat themselves to binge watching their favorite shows. Okay. Before my symptoms started, my work at the shelter made me feel like I was doing something that really mattered. I felt inspired and enjoyed myself. Then the inspiration left. It felt like work, and it was hard just getting there. Most of my day-to-day -day activities became dull and uninteresting. Uh -huh. And eventually, that feeling affected me every day. Uh-oh. Even on weekends, when I used to go out with friends or go to the movies, I just didn't want to go. Okay, okay. Everyone around me was smiling and laughing, and I didn't feel what they were feeling. Right, right, right. I felt lost. Yeah. And eventually, I didn't feel like I belonged in fun or interesting places. It was too much work. Okay, this is the social aspect of it. I don't care about that. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm over that. Okay, I'm over that. I'm over that. Yo, he fell 53 store. I, you know what? All you could have, all you could have asked for is that child was not, was not cognizant of what was happening to him as he was falling. That's the only thing you could, you could ask for. Let's see. What did he say? What did he say? Okay. I had, I brought him 
home from New York with the Italian side of, the, of his mother's family. And we went through the process of the funeral. And when they left and that I had this little Spanish guitar, I became attached to and I went away. I went off to Antigua and I rented a little cottage, cottage there in sort of a community. And I just swatted mosquitoes all day and played this guitar and stayed there for almost a year without much contact with the outside world. No, I don't want to. What is that? No, get out of here. I don't want that. I tried to heal myself and all I could do was play and write these songs. And I rewrote and reperformed them again and again and again until I felt like I made some sort of move towards the surface of my being. And then I was able to come out. It was so deep and I had thought that I had taken care of it until I saw the 2018 movie Life in 12 Bars. It's very disturbing for me, but beautiful at the same time, the way it's handled in the film. The footage, I haven't seen him before, which is difficult to watch with the underlying music. And playing Tears in Heaven, I mean, it's overwhelming and I got to go and do it again in a few days time. So once again, at the time of his death, Connor was at his mother's apartment and climbed out of a window that had been inadvertently left open following janitorial work in the apartment. The first I knew was a telephone call from their apartment. I was actually getting ready to go out to the hotel room to go and pick him up for lunch. Lori was on the other end of the phone and she was hysterical saying he was dead and I could not let myself believe it. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Would you know my name? If I saw you in heaven. Would you read it? That's some sad shit. I remember watching that MTV Unplugged. I remember MTV Unplugged. Eric Clapton played that song. And I was like, oh, my God, this is some sad shit. It's just some sadness. Ah, okay. Okay. I'm just saying. Y'all better stop playing with these people. Y'all better stop playing with these people. All right, let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. Hey, I wasn't ready. <clears throat> I wasn't ready. I was, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Lake Lanier, Usher's stepson. Lake Lanier. Ain't found him his body yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, you're making me depressed with this video. I can't. You're stuck. I'm sorry. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, shoot. Okay. Let me get rid of this. Let me get rid of this. Move the trash. Yeah, I would listen. I, I, I knew I was going to cover it, but not this. And I didn't know. I don't. I forgot how bad it was. I forgot how high up he was when he fell. Good Lord. Good Lord. Um. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm not. This this story with Full Rider Sun ain't adding up for me. Sorry. It's not adding up for me at all. At all. Okay. You know what? There was a topic I wanted to cover. I wanted to cover. Where is it? Where the hell is that screenshot? Because I kept forgetting to, to discuss it. And I know it's a little bit off the cuff. But I want to have this discussion with you guys. It's mainly for my bros. This is for my bros. Ladies, I mean, feel free to chime in if you want. But this is for my bros. This is for my bros. 
Bros, I have a question. What, Martina? I know, because you work with kids all day. Girl, I know, yo. When they fall and scrape their knee, Miss Martina, help. When they be pulling on your skirt, Miss Martina. Wait, is King the bad one? Which one's the good kid that plays country music? I like him. Is that Damani? I like Damani. King is bad. Get King up out of here. King don't want King doesn't appreciate the life that his daddy has has built for him. Okay? So King wanna be the thug. So King is is uh King is Tariq and T.I. is Ghost. Heard it here first. So King is Tariq. T.I. is Ghost. Huh? Yeah? Did y'all <laughs> did y'all like that? This is for the bros. <laughs> we will be quiet. Here you go with this nonsense. All right, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I want to have this discussion. I'm going to make it, I'm going to chop this up and make it its own video. So I'm going to chop this up and make it its own video. But this is a very, very interesting matchup. Because I was on Twitter doing what Twitter, you know, Twitterites do. We, we are messy and, and, and this hella, making hella trouble on Twitter. This discussion came up. This discussion came up for my bros. Daniel Cormier versus Mike Tyson in a one-on-one street fight. This guy says it's hard to explain non-combat sports fans that the dude on the left would absolutely destroy the dude on the right if they ever had a one-on-one street fight. Bros and some of my sisters, I agree. Daniel Cormier would dog walk Mike Tyson in a one-on-one street fight. I yes. Bros, what say you? Bros, what say you? What say you? We're talking a one-on-one street fight. And y'all really think Mike Tyson would beat Daniel Cormier? Don't let the dad bod don't let the dad bod fool you. Daniel Cormier is a very, very dangerous man. He's a very, very dangerous man. Do you understand? Man, I'm telling Thank you. My bros understand. Cormier would take him to the woodshed. No rules ground all day long. All day long. Listen, I don't, I don't care what version of Mike you bring out. What, give me your best version of Mike Tyson. I don't give him when he won the championship five years after the championship. Whatever. I'm talking peak Daniel Cormier. Peak Daniel Cormier. Yes. He would wreck Tyson in a street fight. Okay? He would wreck Tyson in a street fight. I don't give a fuck what version of Tyson. We'll pick pick the best Tyson possible. You want him at when he first won the belt? <laughs> or when he had it for three or four years? <laughs> Whatever. Y'all, y'all have no uh, uh, see now I got now we got to explain the rules of fighting. All my bros. What, what happens in a fight? What happens in a fight? 
What happens in a fight? I don't know who did. This is Daniel Hernandez. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What happens in a fight? What happens in a fight? DC ragdoll Dan Henderson. And Dan Henderson is a man. Do you understand? What happens in a fight? It goes to the ground. 80 to 90% of your fights go to the ground. Please stop watching these videos of one-hitter quitters. 90 per, 80 to 90% of your fights go to the ground. To the ground. To the ground. Okay? Man, peak DC. Yes! Do people realize who DC, who DC couldn't beat? Like, DC couldn't beat... And that's not his fault. That just shows how far above John Jones is everybody. Okay? I don't care if he's on coke or not. Okay? Like that, John Jones is so above, is so advanced over everybody in MMA. It's not even, the only person left for him to fight would be Francis Nagano. And of course, Francis left. He wouldn't resign his contract with, with, uh, with, with UFC. So, that would be the only legit fighter for him to fight would be Francis. John Jones is, is, is he's meta. Okay. DC. D listen, you know what? Yeah. 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 Most fights end up on the ground. Oh, if we're talking, no, I still got DC in a no rules fight. I still got Tyson's got one trick. It's the boxing. Tyson's got one trick, and that's boxing. That's it. <laughs> yeah, hate everybody hate a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yo, let me let me run down DC's uh, because I, I a lot of people don't give him his proper respect, and you know, Daniel Cormier. Like this guy, he's 22 and three. He's 22 and three. That's just the UFC. He's 5'11, 230. Same, same height and build as Tyson, right? Tyson's what? Yeah, 5'10, 5'11, 215, 220 in his prime. Like, people don't understand. So he lost. His first two fights to uh, Stipe Miocic. If you know who Stipe is, those are respectable losses. But then he beat up on Derek Lewis. And then he got his revenge on Stipe again. He beat up on Vulcan. Like, there was no first first fight with John Jones was no contest. Right? And then he beat up on Anthony jo Johnson. He beat up on, he beat up, he beat Anderson Silva. Huh? He beat Anderson Silva. People forget that fight. He beat Gustafson, and Gustafson gave uh, uh, John Jones fit. I believe Gustafson, Gustafson actually beat uh, John Jones that first fight. Okay? Um, <laughs> beat Anthony Johnson again. He lost to John Jones that first time. Okay, okay. He beat, beat up on Dan Henderson. Rear naked choked him. Okay? <laughs> beat up on Roy Nelson. Roy uh, Country Boy Nelson. That's a big boy. Patrick Cummins, Frank Mir, these are legends. These are legends that, that that DC has faced and beaten. 
legends. Josh Barnett, Antonia Silva, another legend. Jeff Monson. Yeah, I, I don't think people really understand how good DC it really, really, truly is. Let's do his. I want to do his. I want to do his record, but I want to do his career, like not career earnings. No, I don't want to do that. Um, training, training. No, no. What the? What is the term I'm looking for, y'all? Shit. Ah, shit. Whatever. I can't find the word I'm looking for. Whatever. Okay, I'm over. I'm. I'm back. I'm back out. I'm back out. Yo, DC dog walks Tyson in the street fight. I don't listen. It can be no rules. It can be whatever bricks, bottles. I don't listen. Did y'all used to watch? Remember how we used to watch the old UFC back when it was sorely unregulated and Royce Gracie was running through everybody. What would Royce Gracie do? Royce Gracie with Royce. I'm sorry. Royce with on purpose lay down. Right? Hoist Gracie will purposely lay down and invite you to get on top. That's the power of jujitsu. Okay? DC can strike. He can wrestle. He can, he's got jujitsu. You know? Like, Hoist Gracie will, will purposely lay down in those fights with the bigger guys and invite them to get on top of him. And he would just take them to town. Take them to town. Okay? Yo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. DC dog walks Tyson in a one-on-one street fight. No rules. No, listen, y'all be like, well, Tyson can use a bottle and a brick. Do you know how many moves uh, an MMA fighter has to stop himself from doing? Do you understand? Like, they can't fish hook you. Y'all be like, okay, give Tyson a brick or a bottle. Yo, if this man gets you in a, in a maneuver, in a lock, and, and could, could gouge your eyes out, could bite you, and there's nothing you could do about it. You understand? Have you ever been fish-hooked by anybody in a fight? Like, I remember when, we used to, when, I, when I wrestled in high school. Yo, them white boys would be doing all types of illegal shit to me. They were trying to fish-hook me underneath my damn ch- <laughs> Right? They would do one or two things. And these were country boys, and that's all they did was wrestling. But it was dirty wrestling. They were trying to fish-hook you. Like, they would try to fish hook me underneath my chin. They would do this type of shit right here, right? Stick their thumb underneath my chin. That's illegal. And they would try to grab up under my rib cage. That's illegal. Do you know how many times, do you know how many, you have no idea how many moves um, um, MMA guys have to stop themselves from doing in a, in a combat-regulated sport. DC would dog walk, he would hurt this man very, very badly. Very, very badly. Very, very badly, Okay. Yeah, some chokeholds, you can't really use chokeholds like that. Like, I mean, yeah, I remember I fought this one kid from Oklahoma. And he was just, you know, he grew up in this. He grew up in wrestling. So I'm just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the pride days. See, see, Cass, no, hun. That's not, that's not what would happen. That's not what would happen. Yes. When DC tossed Josh Barnett over his head. Yes. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. This man would hurt Tyson very, very badly. Very badly. Okay. All right, I'm out of I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm out of here. Let's get on to the next topic. 
I wanted to do that because I wanted to, I've been wanting to get to, 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 uh, to discuss that. So I'll make that its own video and post that on, on the main channel. All right. Let's do what is this? What is this? Uh, let's not do your Gotti yet. Yo, this Jonathan Major story is crazy. Jonathan Majors. You know what? He's guilty. Y you know what? I'm sorry. This man's guilty, and I hate to even say this. This is not how you you make maneuvers and, and moves when you, 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 you're innocent, right? So they, he was arraigned. Charges were not dropped. The DA decided to pick up the charges and prosecute, right? He's been arraigned. Okay. Yeah, put some respect on, on Daniel Cormier's resume. Please do. Thank you. Yeah, no one's been, everybody talking, in, it's not too many people that have been fish hooked. So they don't know what I'm, Johnny B. Good, have you been, you've been fish hooked. You fish hook somebody, fight's over, man. I guarantee it. I promise you, you fish hook somebody, fight, they're going to leave you alone. <laughs> you ain't got to knock them out. You ain't got to choke them out. Yo, you fish hook a motherfucker right up in here? Or like press up in the collarbone like right here? Or go up in the rib cage? They're going to leave you alone. I promise you. Ain't going to be no stand up. We're not going to stand up and, and, and trade blows. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> what she say? Nobody takes off. What are you doing? <laughs> Yo, sis, it's bad. Look at this shit. Now, let me try to blow it up for y'all. This is not how innocent men move. This is not, this is not how innocent men move, y'all. Okay? If your girl says you didn't do it, she going to say you didn't do it. All this extra over-explaining Okay, let's go over this and what we, what we can read, okay? Now, once again, the DA, is, is he, he has been arraigned. He has been arraigned. Yeah, they don't even know what check the oil means. That's okay, brother. Let's not, let's not even, they're not ready for that. They're just not ready for that. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be a good matchup. <laughs> so you just want Tyson to win. I feel you, I feel you. All right, here we go. Now, Whoever did this text says, did you leave the keys? And it says goodbye. Okay, so I'm guessing that's from him. And then this is her response, right? Okay, this is her response. All right, so she says, please let me know you're okay when you get this. They assured me that you won't be charged. They said they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight. I'm so angry that they did. And I'm sorry you're in this position. We'll make sure nothing happens about this. I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. So she confirms that she saw what she saw in his phone from other women. Okay. I only just got out of hospital. 
Just call me when you're out. I love you. Then she continues to say, they just called again to check on me. And I reiterated how this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed. Who talks like this? Sis, you want to get this nigga jammed up. Okay. Okay, let's continue. Once again, ladies, this is how you not get your man jammed up. Because most women be like, nah, you, you ain't do it, son. You ain't do it. <laughs> this is over-explaining. Yeah, Kang needs help from the other Kang variants. Let's continue. Let's continue. Okay, she says, she says, I read the paper they gave me about strangulation and I said point blank, this did not occur and should be removed immediately. Now she's going into Karen mode, right? The judge is definitely going to be told this. She ensured this to me. I know you have the best team and there's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can my end on, on her end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was to was to do with me collapsing and passing out and your worry as my partner due to our communication prior out of care. She promised all will be relayed. Yeah, this is your ritual, bruh. This is your ritual. Nothing not there's really nothing to see here, y'all. Okay, once again, uh, this is the the mother of his child, right? They just had another kid, or had a kid together, and she's a, she's a European. This is not this is not looking good for homeboy. Okay, this is not looking good for homeboy, and and his lawyer, his his defense team is is doing a yo release leak everything, because he's getting killed out here in social media, public There's two courts, courts of opinion, and the actual court of law. And at this point, he's too high of a of a of, of a personality. Like he's his career is too important. Leak that stuff. Leak the footage. Leak the call. Leak whatever. So what I find I find interesting is that what she said was um that he called. They they confirmed that he was the one initiated the call. Because what she say it was due to me collapsing and passing out. And your worry as my partner due to our communication. So how did the injuries happen though? That's the other thing, right? So what did she pass out from? Cause she said she just got out of the hospital. Oh no, no, that's a, that's for, then they take that. So what did she pass out from? She collapsed and passed out. So if this took place in the, in the Uber, wouldn't the Uber driver confirm this as well? Cause he was there, right? Uh, this makes no, yo. Yeah. Yeah. Not, you know,
Yeah. I mean, listen, go on, take this little ritual, bruh. I, I don't know. Maybe she called him checking the oil. I, I, this is this is uh, <laughs> this is not how you get your man out of a jam. And if I was his attorneys, I'd be leaking all the information out. You taint the case. You taint the case. You purposely taint the case. You release everything. Somebody have somebody leak it for you. This is not. This is not. This is not the way. If you have money while you're in the Uber, I mean it's in Chelsea. It's in New York, you know. But once again, where's the Uber driver? Where's the video footage? Still no video footage, right? Yo, you better leak that man. He's getting killed out here, in in the court of public opinion. Now I'm not even. I'm looking at him like. Now all of a sudden you got the the one dude on Twitter claiming everybody knows he's a sociopath and this is what he does, but nobody's come come forward to co- corroborate. Yeah, he hurt me years ago too. Unless they pay somebody to come out the blue. You know, like this is not how you do it, y'all. This is not how you do it. It's, it's not looking good for your boy. Okay. Now. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about the Donald Trump in- indictment. And uh, Now listen. I said after that last election that they clearly steered to go their own way. I personally said that he's not going to run again in 2024. I said he's a one and done. He did too much. The first go around, he let he opened the floodgates for everybody. He wasn't supposed to. Basically, Donald Trump, um, they gave him an inch. He took a mile. Right? They gave him an inch. And he took a mile. And he wasn't supposed to do that. There's a script everybody has to play. And he went off script. So, let's do, no, I don't do that. Indictment, indictment, indictment. Okay. So, here we go. He is the first former U.S. president to be charged with a crime. Trump is expected to turn himself into authorities next week. He was indicted on connection with hush money payment to porn star Stormy Daniels made by his former lawyer, Michael Cohen. This is ugly. Ah, damn it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Let's go. Oh, shoot. My bad. My bad. At, at times, I'm still a little bit surprised by this. Keep in mind the the, the links between what Trump did on the uh, the Stormy Daniels payment and this crime are, are really very tenuous. He, he, hush money payments are not against the law. This is a, a really sort of minor misdemeanor business accounting <clears throat> tax issue married to a possible campaign finance violation. That's it. As best I can tell, no human being has ever been convicted of this. And it's a novel criminal sort of a, a approach being used against the president of the United States. It's a class E felony. 
which is the lowest level. In case you're wondering how many felonies there are, there's five, A, B, C, D, and E. It's a very, very minor thing. It was something that a previous district attorney with the same sets of facts and circumstances decided, you know what? No, we're not going to do this. That's what Cyrus Vance decided. So I'm not really sure. I, you know, I, I say I'm not really sure. I know why yeah. it's happening, because it's political, but mm -hmm. I still don't think it's a very well, good idea at all. Renato, as a former federal prosecutor, obviously the, the indictment is, is still sealed. I, I have not seen it. I doubt you have as well. We don't know everything that is in it. Uh, but to Mick's point, can you explain to our audience the difference of... This appears to be a misdemeanor. They've pushed it up to a Class E felony. Do you agree with that move to bring it to a Class E felony? And explain to our audience, most of which are not formal federal prosecutors, what a Class E felony actually means. Sure. Well, let me just start by saying I agree with uh, both of you. We haven't seen the indictment yet, much less the evidence underlying it. So I'm very cautious about people who express very strong views about indictments they haven't read. And Have you so seen on. TV so at all lately, Renato? <laughs> fair enough. Well, this is what I will say. Uh, yes, it is fair to say that um, this, if, if this is as, you know, has been reported in certain sources, that this is a falsification of business records case that is made into a felony due to an intersection with campaign finance law, that would be unprecedented. Uh, unprecedented would be questionable, in my view. I think mm -hmm. um, it would be a novel legal theory. Um, you know, something similar was done to John Edwards, the D Democratic candidate for president, and resulted in a not guilty uh, result there. So definitely a lot of questions there. Um, and, and what I would say is, um, you know, is this the sort of case I would bring if it's as reported? No, Probably but it's possible yet, there's more that we don't know. I mean, for instance, they could have a tax uh, angle to this or um, another hush money payment uh, to McDougal that's part of this. It's It's unclear. Um, so I, I'm keeping uh, keeping an open mind to it, but I think that remains to be seen. Uh, and um, Julian Castro, thank you very much for joining us on very short notice. You know, you do wonder, obviously. I, I, I still stand firm with what I said. He was a one and done because he did too much that first term. Why would they run the risk of letting him back in? Yeah, okay, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. A complete entertainment. Once again, if y'all believe... They rigged the election for Biden to win. Why would you think they would let him run again to and, and let him win it again? Well, just humor me, y'all, for a hot minute. Biden has undone everything Trump did. That's a fact. Every political maneuver, piece of legislation he's done, Biden and administration has un upended everything Trump has done. Okay, why would they let this man that went rogue the first time, why would they let him back into the driver's seat? Just, uh, just answer that question for me. What, what sense would that make? Why would the high table let John Wick back in their good graces? Well, John, listen, we know you killed two of our elders. You killed an, uh, two of our grand marquees. We're going to let you back in. We're going to let you back in. <laughs> you y'all understand? That's like letting John Wick back into the high table's good graces. John Wick, John Wick killed two high elders. Remember the first one that was in Parabellum 3? He killed that one off camera. Killed this, the new one, right? He killed Santine. He was, a, he was a, a, a mark of the high table in the Hotel Continental, right? And then he killed the, the second Grand Marquis. You done killed four of the highest ranking members 
of the high table. That's like them saying, you know what, John? Listen, let's bygones be bygones. Yeah, no, paisan, paisan. Bygones be bygones. Come on, y'all. <laughs> right. Why, why would they risk galvanizing the people in this fashion? Why would they risk galvanizing the people in this fashion? Why would you give Trump the keys again to the very car that he ran off the cliff? You, you gave him a, a destination. Hey, here's a map, bro. Go here. All these extra stops. Don't be making all these extra stops. And he made all these extra stops and picked up people along the way. Why would they let him back in, y'all? Why? Why would they let him back in? John Wick was killing everybody. John Wick killing everybody. I am Klaus. <laughs> like the what was it Russian masochist? I am Klaus. I'm like what in the hell? <laughs> he said nothing else, but all he says, I am Klaus. Was oh, he German? Okay, okay, German. He's German. <laughs> all right. Trump has the best attorney possible. Joe Tacopina is a big dog. Joe Tacopina is one of the best criminal defense attorneys in the country. In the country. If you don't know who Joe Tacopina is, Joe Tacopina more than likely defended your, your favorite rappers. You know what? Let's do this real quick. Let's look up Joe Tacopina. Joe Tacopina. He is a, he is an OG. He is Cochran status. He is Cochran status. You understand? Like everybody knows in New York, you go to Joe. Joe has, man. Oh, you know what? I didn't want to do it. Clients. Let me do clients. Joe Takapina clients. Joe is a, yeah, if you, New Yorkers know who he is. His most notable cases. Let's do the most notable cases. Let's do that. Let's do that. Oh, come on. Are you going to load up? Are you going to load? Are you going to load? No? You're taking too long. Taking too long. Joe Tacopina. This is 05. I don't want 05. I want now. God damn it. Shit. Okay. So this is what <laughs> this is what Joe has been up to. <laughs> Just off off rip. Um let me let me see. Let me see. He got YG off, Meek Mill conviction overturned. Uh <laughs> I mean, geez, where do we go? Where do we go? Where do we go? No, I don't want this. I don't want this. Famous. Let's do famous clients. God damn it. Fuck, we're just going to go. We're going to go. Okay, representative Trump. Okay, okay. Honors in the one. Nope, nope. Come on, man. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. A-Rod, 
Jordan Vandersloot, huh? Where you at, uh, uh, creative? Y'all remember this guy? This is the guy that that, that whacked off uh, Natalie Holloway, huh? Didn't um, Patrice O'Neal make a joke about this? Yeah, Jordan Vandersloot. This dude was out here murdering women. He got him off. <laughs> he got him off. <laughs> let's see who else. Uh, let's see Melanie McGuire, Michael Jackson. Uh, Chico Forti, Lilo Bracanto, Sean Hannity, Hiram Monserrati, Kimberly Guilfoyle, Daniel Snyder, Meek Mill. Okay. Also was the, the lead trial attorney uh, in Naman Hussein. Okay, okay. He Listen. Joe Takapina is a big dog. Woof. Woof. Let's continue. As a former president, presidential candidate yourself, what does this mean for the 2024 race? And do you worry that as a Democrat, this is just going to splash Trump's name all back over the media again and maybe even raise his chances of regaining the nomination? Yeah, good to be with you, Brian. Well, there's no question that it's going to do that. I mean, Trump is going to suck the oxygen out of the room, so to speak, in the 2024 campaign as he goes through the primary. And it can play one of two ways, just speaking politically, as we head into the campaign season. Uh, like you say, take up all of the attention and crowd out uh, every other candidate. We already see GOP primary voters in the last few polls that are rallying around Donald Trump as talk of this indictment has heated up. And now that he has been indicted, we'll have to see whether that continues. On the other hand, in some ways, it makes the case that uh, a Ron DeSantis or a Nikki Haley or a Mike Pence, uh, a, the case for their candidacy, a little bit stronger because they can say, look, we'll give you everything that you want with Donald Trump in terms of the policies, but we don't have all of this baggage. And because of that, we can actually win in mm-hmm. the general election. If he makes it to the general election, there's no way that this helps him. OK. OK. Um, let me see what the, what the, what, what the worst case he's looking at. Worst case he's looking at. Let's see. What, what, uh, okay. First time for a charge of crime. Let's see what, how bad it could be for him. Deny wrongdoing, spokesperson, blah, 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 timing. Okay. Yeah. Once again, I I just can't see them. I can't see them letting him run again. I just can't. And you know, it's like him and DeSantis would kind of like cannibalize each other's basis. That's another, that's another factor in that as well too. Uh, Let's see. Okay, and money, money, money is implicated. Court filings have knowledge, so it's been sealed. But U.S. prosecutor, okay. I don't know. Once it unseal it, then we'll know more. We'll know more what what the charge is. Well, you know what he could possibly be looking at. But once they unseal it, then okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, here we go. 
More than 30 counts related to business fraud. Now, oof, shit, I know it's that bad. How can more? I didn't know it was 30 counts. God damn it. Oh, listen. I, I it, it would be overwhelming. It would be hard to rig this election if they let him. I just can't see them letting him run, y'all. I can't. I can't. I just can't. What? It's not even. We're not even. The ticket. This is this is cannon fodder. I ain't taking this serious. Mar-a-Lago and caught uh, Trump advisors very much by surprise. Uh, they had been believing the idea uh, that the grand jury was out for a month, which was widely reported. Um, you know, it was it was not entirely clear uh, uh, whether that was going to be the case. And as it turns out, it was not based on our reporting. Uh, you know, they are in something of shock. I think they will move past that fairly quickly. I think you will you know, see Trump get very aggressive about Bragg. We don't know exactly what the charges are yet, so that adds an element of uncertainty to it. Um, but this is not a moment Donald Trump wanted. It's an appointment, a moment that he's been avoiding for many, many, many decades is being indicted criminally. It may help him politically, Wolf. Uh, there are reasons to believe this case in particular could with his base, but nobody wants an indictment and Donald Trump is not an exception. And now this sets in motion a series of actions. Tell me what else uh, Trump will be doing as we anticipate this, these charges will be presented to him very, very soon. Sure. Well, if they're still digesting the news down at Mar-a-Lago, uh, they really were caught very much by surprise uh, by the fact of this happening. I can't stress that enough. Now will come the, you know, the delicate arrangements around a surrender, uh, which, you know, Trump's lawyer Joe Tacopina said he is going to do willingly. Uh, we have heard that from other people around him as well. With Trump, you obviously never know. Um, surrender in any form is not something Donald Trump likes to do, I think, let alone this one. Um, but that is where we are, are going to go with this next. Uh, and that will, I suspect, happen in the coming days. And I think Trump will, you know, try to use the weekend to sway public opinion as much as possible. That's the, his go-to move, Wolf. It has always been his go-to move, is to try to shape public opinion and use that to force events. He was trying it with what was essentially an intimidation campaign against uh, Alvin Bragg in the last two weeks, it clearly did not work. I, I don't know, y'all. The way they're going after him, all you're doing is galvanizing his, his his base. You know, it's like now you're making it more obvious. But I don't know. Once again, it's above my pay grade. It's above my pay grade. We'll see as this plays out. We shall see. Okay, let me see what else that I want to talk about. Um, Dr. Trash. Oh, yo, you know what? This thing with Bill Gates' daughter. This is, you know what? I got I to gotta chime in on it. Well, black men out here looking like some damn fools, but I'm going to get into it. Hold up. Let me find it. Let me find it. Oh, wait. We got more black bad business. Where is this? Okay. Um, okay. Hub. What's his name? Leonard Hubbard. Leonard Hubbard. Wife. Sues. The Roots. Once again, more black bad business, people. More black bad business. Most recommended role service. If you click on it, it should say nothing. <laughs> Once again, more black bad business. 
Y'all see this? Anybody see this? Okay. The bassist, Leonard Hub, he, he died a couple years ago, right? A year ago. His wife is suing Black Thought and Quest Love. According to the Philly Voice, Stephanie Hubbard claims they defrauded her late husband, Leonard Hubbard, out of millions of dollars over the last decade. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Quest Love, uh, Black Thought, Roots manager Sean G, and Roots employee Munir Nuridan stand accused of violating federal RICO laws by scheming to deny Hubbard his earnings from the Roots since 2013. The suit also names Live Nation Entertainment, The Roots on Tour, and several companies that previously handled The Roots business dealings. Well, I tell you, it's, it's always your own people. Let's continue. The lawsuit explains Hubbard and that the late Malik B, okay, insert crazy-ass Jaguar right, wherever the hell she's at, were initially each given a 17% stake in Grand Negas Incorporated, a corporate entity. Uh, the Roots used to used to purchase its trademark and finance business ventures. Hubbard was also given a 25% stake in the company that handled the Roots recordings and publishings, as well as a 33% stake in its touring performance company. The lawsuit alleges G quest love and black thought entered into several business contracts and open bank accounts to deposit money from the three companies by falsely purporting to represent all stakeholders beginning in 2013. It further claims the three men through the acts of forgery, wire fraud, bank fraud, mail fraud, and criminal copyright infringement received millions of dollars through the band's corporate entity, some of which Hubbard was entitled to as a stakeholder. Cut that woman a check. Cut that woman a check. It's always your own people. The estate then claims they took control of the finances and the roots business entities, including all of Hubbard's share value. In 2013, the suit continues... They founded a separate business entity uh, called Legendelphia using funds from Grand Negas Incorporated without Hubbard's consent. The docs state they attempted to transfer and convert much of the original company's assets to a new company owned exclusively by the Roots co-founders. Bruh, let's continue. The lawsuit further alleges G secretly deactivated Hubbard's personal royalty account with Universal. Lord have mercy. This will get you killed. This stuff right here get you killed. This stuff will get you killed. Let's see. Deactivated Hubbard's personal royalty account with Universal Music Publishing Group in September 2014. Additionally, the docs say Questlove and Black Thought directed a fraudulent letter to be written from Legendelphia to UMPG in 2013 requesting all publishing royalties be moved from Grand Negus to Legendelphia. This is some grimy ass shit right here. It's always your own people. This is grimy. This is so damn grimy. Hubbard, who was with the band for 15 years, died in 2021 after battling blood cancer. The lawsuit is seeking restitution for the property, money, and benefits it claims are owed to Hubbard and his estate, as well as attorney's fees and additional damages. 
The estate also wants the court to inspect the defendant's records regarding Hubbard and his estate, take an accounting of their business transactions, and suspend the use of the Roots trademark until its value can be determined. Yeah, Jack was right. Yeah, Jack was right. Luke Lucas, an attorney for Lucas Law Group, representing the estate, said, I would hope that these guys would have enough respect and compassion for their former band member to make sure that he receives compensation for what may have not been given to him in the past and so that his widow can live a reasonable life. Cut that woman. A, her. Wow. Wow. That's grimy. How do you deactivate somebody's royalty account? How do you do that? This will get you killed, man. This is not cool. Always your own folks. Always, always, always. Oh. <laughs> hey, I never said the village idiot was wrong. I just said she's the village idiot. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's grimy as hell. I didn't know it was this bad. All right. Where did I want to send myself? Uh, let me see. I'm trying to find any. Let me see. Let me see. Where? It, what the hell did I want to look for? I'm sorry. My, my bad, y'all. Let me pull it back. 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 Let pull it back. Okay, so what do I have? What have I covered so far? So got to do the U the U two three sixty. We haven't covered that. Jonathan Majors. We got the Trump, Florida, Eric Clapton. Yo, God. Okay, yeah. Yo, Gotti. Yo, listen. Y'all get away from Yo Gotti. Y'all get the hell away from Yo Gotti. That man is a walking sacrificial altar. Y'all get the hell away from Yogati. That man is a walking sacrifice altar. He will do anything to make sure he stays in good graces. Y'all get the hell away from Yogati. That man means you nothing but harm. This is sad. This is sad. So what we heard, a fight happened inside of Privé, and it uh, overflowed into the parking lot and which it escalated into a gunfire. Uh, seven people shot, two of them sadly losing their lives. One person actually died at the hospital. Another here on the scene um, working right now to get information as to how those five people who went to the hospital are doing, what are their condition statuses. Um, again. Okay, so now let's... <laughs> Y'all get the hell away from this man. This man is, is nothing but the, the devil. Nothing but the devil. 
Wait, I want to find news clips. I want actual news clips. I want actual news clips. I want actual news clips. Three, two, one. Well, shot at the Privé restaurant in, on Winchester. This is a look at exactly where it is. It's at Riverdale and Winchester. Seven shot, two people are dead. Jeremy Pierre has been learning more about what happened and what led to this shooting all morning long. Jeremy, it's still shocking to think people out for at a nice restaurant and have to dodge bullets before the end of the mm. night. Yeah, uh, and you know, th that's why people come to Privé for good food, good drinks, good times. Um, never had a problem here. Uh, and here's something like this happened in the parking lot of this fine establishment. Uh, it, it's heartbreaking. Um, so what we heard, a fight happened inside of Privé and it uh, overflowed into the parking lot and which it escalated into a gunfire. Uh, seven people shot, two of them sadly losing their lives. One person actually died at the hospital, another here on the scene um, working right now to get information as to how those five people who went to the hospital are doing, what are their condition statuses. Um, again, Val, it's just a sad situation um, with these seven people getting shot and two of them losing their lives. This morning, what we're doing here at Fox 13, we're working to gather information from Memphis police to learn where they are in this investigation, if they have developed a suspect. I know right now here at Privé, we see investigators still parked on the parking lot. They're probably inside of Privé looking at surveillance video. Uh, very sad, again, we're going to continue to stay on top of this story all throughout the remaining hours of Good Morning Memphis, working to gather information to give to you, to bring to you, brand new information to bring to you, both here on Good Morning Memphis and online on our website, fox13memphis.com. Yo. Yeah, also working to find out who the people are that were shot, um, too. Jeremy, what a situation this morning. Okay. So, <laughs> this is sad, but it's so it's funny at this point because it's like this guy... This death is around this dude. Evidence markers indicate around 40 bullets were fi were fired. Mm, these senseless killings have to stop our gun laws and our... Uh-oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. These senseless killings have to stop our gun laws and our country and state need to be reevaluated. We need common sense regulations limiting easy access to these weapons, said Mayor Memf uh, Memphis Mayor Jim Strickland. In addition, our court system needs to have zero tolerance for gun and violent crimes. Y'all, okay. Hey, that's y'all people's, man. Listen, I, I ain't got, I know I do got cousins that live in Memphis. I take that back. My people's too. It is what it is. Okay. Did I get everything? Now we're going to get into the YouTube 360 deals. Now I knew these contracts were bad. I had an idea. Listen, y'all better not say nothing about my contracts. Cause my compared to what this woman's offering my contracts, best thing going right now. Okay. Don't nobody, nobody speak ill of my contracts. I don't want to hear nothing about no truth is free truth. I don't want to hear shit about no free truth. All right. I don't want to hear 
free true from his contract slide. Nope. I got the best thing going out right now. Listen to now. This is uh, what's his name? Sarah Sarah Garvey. Listen, I don't, I don't follow these UK Brits, y'all. I don't follow these UK Brits. I'm sure everybody's is, is, is already mentioned this. I'm a little late to the party. So shout out to everybody that's already covered this, but I'm going to go over it because, you know, I, that's what I do. I go over contracts and stuff like that. So this, this, uh, <laughs> yo, you think, yo, listen, the contract she's offering these guys worse than any record deal. You might as well just sign an old school record deal and be done with it. Right. So this is Sarah Garvey. He used to work with, with Pearly. And also I told people that YouTube has become the new Hollywood to a certain extent. They are making YouTubers go through the same rituals as Hollywood starlets. All of the, the sex parties and stuff. That's nothing new. They go, the YouTubers go through it as well too. the, the upper, the upper echelon. That's nothing new, but to hear it confirmed. Okay. I'm like, cool. I, I know I'm not crazy. It just took a while for the information to come out, but let's get into it. Sarah Garvey. That's his name. Sarah Garvey, UK Brit. Y'all out here working for pennies on the dollar, but okay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And I guess it is Africans are being fed. They're taking money from her. They are feeding their family. Amazing. However, with a colonial mindset, this can be quite dangerous. And what happened during that interview with Nick Fuentes was that she used an age-old tactic that colonizers use, which was a divide and rule tactic. She pitted African-Americans versus Africans when she spoke about how hard Africans work compared to how hard African-Americans work. And she also used the term my Africans. Much of what Pearl says is determined by her management, which she has said to me on many occasions that she shares with Candace Owens. So when you have a colonial mindset, okay, and I like, you I like have a man, I like how he calls it colonial mindset because that's like that's a nice way of framing it. I like the way he used that. I like that term, colonial mindset. Let's continue. Go ahead, Sarah Garvey. Continue to cook. Management who tell you what to say. What generally happens in my personal point of view and what I actually saw was that she began to start paying people pittance. Uh -oh. She began to start offering contracts to people that owned them, uh -oh. just like a colonial master would. Uh oh. Case in point. Myself and Pearl sat down to have a conversation about me signing to her contractually. And I want to make this very clear. Okay. I have never signed to the Just Pearly Things Network. I have always been an independent. Pearl has known that, and I have known that. And so anytime I worked with Pearl, we had agreed a fee, and I worked for that fee. I have never been signed to the Just Pearly, Con Just Pearly Things contracts. However, she has signed a few Africans, namely okay. King Riches and Auntie Jenny. Now Okay, now listen. I, I feel bad for those two people because if what he says is correct about, about their contract, the structure of their contract, they ain't making no money. They ain't making no money. And and now it makes sense how how hard King Richards has been basically defending his allegiance to to uh, to Pearly. Now it makes sense because now you, now you because you're contractually obligated to her. 
this woman, you know, is basically your lifeline for the next three years out of your contract. But this, this is bad. Let's continue. This is bad. I have no problem with a King Riches or an Auntie Jenny. However, if we look at the contracts that they signed, you would understand the reason why I use the term colonization and colonial. Now, myself and Pearl sat down to have a conversation and she expressed to me that she wanted to do a new segment for her show. In that segment, she said that she would like me to present a topical new show on a day-to-day -day basis. So I said, okay, no problem. Talk to me. What are we talking Talk about? And she said she would want me within her studio four days per week. I said, okay. Okay, so listen to how he lays out his work day, his work week. All right. So she wants him in there four days a week. Okay, from what time? She said from 10 in the morning till five o'clock in the evening. And I said, okay, well, that is seven hours. I said, so working four to five days a week for seven hours is essentially a day job. I said to her, okay, so what is my guaranteed fee at the end of the month? What is the salary? And she looks at me and she says, we do not do guarantees and we do not do salaries. Okay. First red flag, possibly, but let's continue. So I said, so if you don't do guarantees and you don't do salaries, what is it that you actually do? And she said she does percentages. So I said, okay, cool. Well, what's the percentage? She said, Sarah, you're the high end. So you will get 70, 30. So I said, fine. Okay. Let me listen. 70% goes to me and 30% goes to you. Now she looked at me and she said, no, 70% goes to me. Pearl. Woo. Listen, <sighs> listen. 30%. He gets 30%. Technically, 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 that's a pretty good record deal. The old record deals. <laughs> Honestly, that's that's 30 points. If we're going to compare this to an old record record deal, that's a pretty good contract. I'm not going to front. But we're talking old record label stuff 30% is like oh my god that's Michael that's more than no 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 that's more than let's see let's say Raekwon was getting 15 points LL was getting 20 points yeah that's 30 points that would be pretty unheard of that would be like Michael Jackson territory that's Michael Jackson territory 30% unheard of that would be a very, very good old school record deal. I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, this is this is this is this is disgusting. This is disgusting. <laughs> Wait, just plantation things. But pay attention. Listen, I knew they were doing contracts. I didn't know it was this bad though. So this is. But the worst part is, the worst part is what King Rich's percentage is and Auntie Jenny. All right, the T TLC deal. Yeah, she paid. No, she paid him in shekels. They ain't getting shillings. They getting shekels. <laughs> yeah, she paid me for a consultation on how to structure her contracts. This the worst part is King Richards and Auntie Jenny's kind um percentages. Let's go. Thirty percent goes to me, Sarah Garvey. 
And that's when I started scratching my head. And I said, hang on a minute. So are you telling me that's a high-end contract for you? And she said, yes. And I said, so are you saying that just uh, Purdy Things Network has other people on low-end contracts? She said, yes. I said, King Riches and Auntie Jenny? She said, yes. I said, Ooh, but this is... So, if this is correct what he's saying, King Riches and Auntie Jenny are getting 15%. 15%. That's after YouTube takes out their cut of 30%. That's after Pearly takes her cut. They get, they're left with 15%. And that you better hope your views are up there. So that means you'll do anything to get those views up. Because y'all understand CPM, click per, per uh click per rate the cpr rate you know how it's it's how many dollars per cents or per click the the ads advertisers will pay you per minute right oh horrible horrible that what's the low end she said it's 10 to 15 percent so essentially she could be owning 10 um sorry 80 percent of the content which is basically the monetized views on somebody's channel and they only take home 15% of the money. That's if it's monetized from start to finish. Cause a lot of times YouTube will, you know, it'll let you monetize it in the very beginning. Say if it's a live stream, like it's a live stream, right? It'll monetize it in the very beginning, two minutes into it, demonetize. And you have to go back in there during midstream and click the, re have a human review, come take a look at it. It may take two to three days for them to review it and then give it the green, the green status. You know how I many hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars you've already lost because it's, it's been limited. It's been demonetized during the review process. So you, that means you hope that your videos and live streams are, are, are monetized from start to finish. That's a gamble. It ain't worth the, the risk. That's too much of a gamble. That's way too much of a gamble, but that's just me though. Let's continue. She said, yes. I said, Pearl, how long are these contracts for? She said, three years. Three years, y'all, at 15%. Go get you a day job on the side. Okay? Three, three years at 15%. Go get you a day job on the side. So I said, let me get this straight. You want to own me for three years, to take 70% of my ad revenue, keep me in your studio from 10 o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the evening for four to five days a week and you are not guaranteeing me any money. I said respectfully, for what reason would I work for your company? She said, uh -oh. because we have a great studio uh -huh. and we have great lighting uh -huh. and we have great editors that will edit your stuff down. These are her selling points. This is, this is worse than a slave deal. But these are her selling points she tried to tell him why he should take this 30% deal for three years. Now, I may be a lot of things, but I'm not an idiot. I may be cool. I may be calm. I may be collected. But I'm not a fool. And essentially, the colonial mindset of Pearl has people working on her quote-unquote plantation for absolute pittance when a year ago I suggested to her to look into exactly what colonization was 
and she acted dumb. People say that stuff. All right, now. Shout out to our city. I already know you. I'm sure you, I know you already covered it, bro. I'm just reiterating. Um, two points I want to I want to I want to highlight. Uh, why would what would compel somebody to take this deal, especially when they build themselves online? Bruh, that white validation. That white validation. Because Pearly can get their channels seen by other demographics, other markets that they couldn't get on their own. That's what I, I would that's how I'm trying to justify it. Okay. And there's no such thing such bad thing as a bad deal. Yeah, they had to agree to the deal. Right? There's no such thing as a bad contract or a bad deal if you don't sign to it. I agree. I agree. So I'm thinking their thinking is Pearly can get us in front of different a different audience. As long as we, you know, keep doing what we do. Now, this deal, if you're like a 17, 18, 19 year old and you're just starting YouTube, I would tell an 18 year old, listen, yeah, go ahead and do this for the next three years. Get your feet wet. Learn the business. You know what I'm saying? For someone starting off on YouTube as a teenager, I would I would say, OK, go ahead and give it give it a try. It's only three years. It'll go by quick. That's the only way I, I could in good faith, tell somebody to take the type of deal like this that she's offering at, at like a, maybe a mid range, maybe a 20%, not nothing, nothing less than 20%. So if I had an 18 year old want to get into YouTube, I was like, you know what? Go ahead and take the deal. If it's at 20% for three years, get your feet wet, learn the business. But that's for like an 18, 19, 20 year old, not for someone that's pushing 30. This is once again, it's not a bad deal. If you don't sign to it, if you don't sign it. Them fist, oh no, this fisting thing. I can't with you right now, Kayana. I can't. I can't. Let's go, let's go. Groups like TLC and also brilliant R&B artists like Tony Braxton. They both sold millions and millions and millions of records. But they ended up broke. Why? Contracts. They were signed to contracts that did not favor them. And essentially, what Pearl is trying to do is come back in with the same contracts and do the exact same thing to the Manosphere and do the exact same thing to the Red Pill community. Why? Because Kevin Samuels left a gap. And Kevin Samuels' fan base was predominantly black men. Yeah, and Pearl is come. There you go. The white woman studio is better. Yeah, come on. Think about it. Think about it. Where? Okay, let me let me be petty for a hot minute. Where's the black version of 21 Studios? Where's the black man's version of 21 Studios? The closest thing you have to that is Donovan Sharp, regardless of how you feel about him. The closest thing you have to anything close to a black version of the 21 Studios is Donovan Sharp. This is why Coach Greg Adams stays at, at the knees of Anthony Johnson. He don't want to go. He don't want to be down with down here with slumming with the brothers. He wants to be with the white boys, right? Now you can stop me when I'm wrong if you think I'm wrong. But let's continue. Just in there things. and wow. attempted to be top of the food chain. I will not be a part of this game, and I will not be a part of this colony. I have always been an independent. If people in the UK who can actually say and watch all of my content can say that I've been around before Pearl even arrived in the UK, what would I look like 
signing my life away, essentially, 70% of all I own to this woman who just arrived in the UK the other day. She said to me that she's actually looking to sign more talent this year. Good for her. And guess what? They're going to sign. They're going to sign. Look at the wave she's riding right now. Look at the wave Pearly is on right now. Every she's. I'm talking about contracts. Don't start this shit. Anywho, they're going to sign. She's hot. She's hot. She's getting eyes. She's getting traction. They're going to sign. Good for the talent. But I hope they watch this video. And I hope they realize exactly what they will be signing. And I actually hope that this video makes her think about the ways. Because essentially... Why would she need to, bruh? Once again, she's too big. You can't hurt her. Us making videos about her contracts does what? How, how's that working out for the record business? Everybody knows the record business offers the, the worst contracts, 360 deals, and yet everybody is still in line to sign a 360 deal. This will do nothing but put more eyes on her. So, yeah, she may, she may, she may not get all the talent she wants to sign, but she'll get the majority of people that she, she sets out to recruit. This is not going to hurt anything. I'm just saying, let's, let's keep it a buck. I had been with her from the beginning and I had helped grow her channel. And if she could suggest this to me, somebody who helped her grow her channel, then you are nothing to her. I have only given you around 30%. Okay. Now I, I, I fucks with this dude. I like, I like this dude. He sounds sincere, sounds genuine. He has, a, he's at like 95,000 subs and I, and I last looked 94,000. So he's self-made. So he's he's right there at the cusp. Once he cracks a hundred grand, a uh, hundred thousand, he's golden. So he will not need her. But um, you know what? Let me see what King Riches is working with. Let's do this because I don't know how many subs he has. King Riches YouTube. What is he sitting at? He's at seventy thousand. I'd have told him to stand firm. I'd have told him to stand firm. He didn't need to sign. He's already at 70,000. A couple by the summer he'd be at 100,000 on his own. Whew, that's dicey. Okay, let's see what Auntie Jenny is at. Auntie Jenny. But I love you, Jenny. <laughs> Jenny is is he What is it for? Is he smart? Yes, Jenny is He's smart. Oh my God, Forrest, yes. This is, oh, this is old lady. Oh Lord. Is this who this is? Oh. Yeah, the hell with her, bro. <laughs> Are you, this is Auntie Jenny? This is what we doing, sis? Oh, come on, lady. You have 40,000. You know what? This works for her. This works for her. Let's take, let's take a listen. Let's take a listen. Commit to me. Why do it at all? Because, because nah, the, here's, here's the thing. Where's what, the old woman at? I find, and I, Where, where's she at? Where's she at? Ting. Not dropping their knickers because most, there like a is. third of men are supposed to. old lady, come like, on, talk. I want to hear you talk. Love. Uh, what do you, so just yeah. call it women a date that, night, but then you, you pick whatever you want. Like. There's nothing wrong in that. But, yeah. but the thing is, is that sometimes don't even tell him. Surprise him. Surprise him. him. Yeah, yeah, Surprise yeah. him. Yeah. 
Yeah, listen, UK Brits, y'all, y'all gotta hold this, these L's. I, don't ever speak ill on, on Black Americans ever. <laughs> Please don't do this. Please don't ever speak ill on Black Americans ever again. We are the bee's knees, man. Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this ever again. Let's continue. Oh, oh. So here's where we get to where the um, the grooming and the rituals. Like I've been saying that they had to do the same things, go through certain doors. You know, it's all sex based for for the most part, and there was always somebody recording. And I'm glad Sarah is putting this out here, but this 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 changes nothing. At the end of the day, this is not going to hurt Pearly. This is going to make her even more popular. It only confirms what we already knew when you know old Hollywood took a look at YouTube and says, "Hey, we need more souls to collect," and that's all this is. It's more soul collecting. But continue, let's continue. Let's continue. Of what I know, we haven't even touched on the very odd and weird parties that Pearl likes to invite people to. And I was invited to one last year and she told me that her manager was coming from America and they were going to have a party. All right, that's Kobe. All right, break it down, Sarah. Go ahead, take your time, Passive. And very interestingly, they said that it was going to be board games and I said, okay, cool. I don't mind playing Monopoly. I don't mind playing Snakes and Ladders. When I got there and I asked her about the board game, she said, no, a board game. There was a whiteboard in the living room. And what she proposed was that we all have a time on the whiteboard and we do what she says and we talk about certain things which were quite sexual and we put them on the whiteboard. But you know what I saw? I always saw her manager, Kobe, in the corner, filming everything. And Okay, now, if you are in this day and age and you go to an industry event and you don't think you're being filmed, always assume you're being filmed. Always, always. If you go into an event or party that you would never be privy to without someone's invitation or that you would never be personally invited to because you don't have the high of a rank, always assume you're being recorded. Always, always, always. Before I let him finish out real quick, let me get to these super chats. Magmon, thank you for the 500 super chat. The hunger for white validation is stronger than crap. Always. (laughs) He says, from the manosphere to the simple sphere, and that's why it's VM H O Y P L. Hold yourself up, rap man. Oh, silly as hell. Let's continue. Just take us on home, Uh, Sarah. Take us home. We've all spoken amongst ourselves and we've spoken about Hollywood and the things that go down. And within that party, what I saw was if people were on that board doing very sexual things and doing things while they were drunk, that stuff was being recorded. But we'll speak about it another time. Okay. Raise your hand if you think women like violence. Uh, okay. Yo, shout out to Sarah uh, Garvey. Yo, I'm looking forward to his part two about them parties and uh, <sighs> are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Shout out to everybody that's covering the the, the contract thing. Um, once again, I don't know why people think YouTube is any different than any other industry. It is entertainment. It's part of TV and film. Same rules apply for them. Same rules apply for these people here. It's just 
a little bit more closer to home because now everyone's like had contact with each other on their way up and on the way down. So it's no different. It's no different from the, the rapper you knew grew up in your, in your projects and you see him from around the way before he got signed, after he got signed, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going, I'm going y'all doing the most. Let me get out of here. Thank everybody that, that came to hang out with me tonight. Everybody that donated time and energy donations and stuff. Um, yeah, I think I covered everything. Did I? Oh, no, 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 wait. Nope. One more. I got one more. I got one more. I got to do green lines. I got to do green lines. We got to do green lines. Did I download it? Oh, tell me I didn't download it. Tell me I didn't download it. I tell me I didn't download it. I thought I downloaded it. Son of a. Oh, damn it. Did I do a screenshot? Please tell me that I did a screenshot. Okay. Let's go do this real quick. Let's go take a look at Bill Gates' daughter because I'm tired of people. Once again, brothers, y'all out here making yourselves look so foolish. And I mean, brothers that care about this type of stuff. Let me see. Bill Gates' daughter. Bill Gates' daughter. Bill Gates' daughter. Now, quick test pop quiz. Pop quiz. Pop quiz. Huh? This is Bill Gates' daughter. This is Bill Gates' daughter, right? Because now all of a sudden, the brothers are like, oh, yeah. Generational wealth. We about to get it. You you think? No 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 no. Hear me out, y'all. Now come in. Let's not, not, let's let's put on our white supremacist hats. Let's put on our eugenicist hats. Yeah, you're ge- eugenicist, not white supremacist. Just eugenics. Let's put on our eugenicist hats. Let's put on our eugenicist hats. This man's a eugenist, right? That means he believes in a certain phenotype should 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 exist. Yes. Okay. Eugenics. Right? You believe in a certain phenotype should exist. Yes? Right? A certain quality, a certain trait should exist in a particular breed of humans. Yes? Dog breeding. That's eugenics. You breed out the bad traits. You maximize the good traits to get a particular breed for a certain look, stance. Right? Coloring pattern. Jaws. The ass value, yes? You Do you really think that one of the biggest eugenicists on the planet would allow his daughter to marry a black man? Now, he may say, look, go out and have your fun. I give you four or five years, and when you get done, I got the guy for you. I got your husband for you. Do you think one of the... <laughs> One of the, 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 the most well-known eugenicists on the planet is going to allow his daughter to even run the risk of marrying his daughter and, 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 and risking all that he's built. <laughs> do, do you think Bill Gates would even play these games and let y'all actually think this young man 
and I don't, I, don't know, I don't know the young man. I'm sure he's a nice, upstanding, young, morally astute young man. Do you think this eugenicist would let even <laughs> uh, for a brief split second run the risk of, of everything he's built to let, it, to let it go to a black man? Yes or no, y'all? Come on. Put on, our, put on your eugenicist hats. Okay? Think like a eugenicist. I need you to think like a eugenicist. Okay? Don't be going over them people's house. Why am I always pessimistic? I'm not pessimistic. I know what time it is. Put on your eugenicist hat. Okay, how about we do this? I'm a eugenicist, right? I'll, I'll, I'll be the, the guinea pig. Okay? And I've spent billions and I've destabilized countries promoting certain inoculations. I've been told, listen, we need a certain characteristic of people to go away and we need to increase other characteristics in a certain amount of people. And I'm a eugenicist. So that means basically, basically I want my, my kind to exist. So you mean to tell me I would run the risk of my daughter after you let her gallivant and play around in the streets in the mud? You think I would sanction a marriage of somebody that doesn't look like me, I'm a eugenicist. I'm a eugenicist. Do you think I would sanction a marriage of my daughter to somebody that, that, that does not look like me? I'm trying to wipe you people out. And you want to bring him? <laughs> you had the gall to bring him to me? In the sake of, in the name of marriage? Do you not know who your father is? Okay. Quit playing with me, y'all. Quit playing with me. <laughs> y'all better stop playing with me. All right? Okay. Now. <laughs> now, now, listen. I don't need Bill Gates to step in. Bill, you, I got this. I got this. Let me take care of this for you. The green line's going to take care of it for you. Okay? The green line's going to take care of it for you. Right? Now, there's a video she had posted of them together. Right? Now, see, black men are like, oh, my gosh. Black men winning. <laughs> black men out here losing their minds and think this is a win. This is the video they posted. She posted of them together. Now, once again, let me make sure the music is cut off. Let's run these green lines. Let's, let's run these. I'm going to take it frame by frame for y'all, okay? I'm going to take it frame by frame, and y'all tell me what y'all see, okay? Let's go, let's go. Let's go frame. We'll go picture by picture, okay? That's them huggy-huggy. Okay, now, once again, put the green lines to the test. Put the green lines to the test. Papa Bill, you, I got this. I'm going to let the green lines take care of it for you. Don't you worry. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, 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 are you kissing her forehead? Okay, okay, are you leaning into her? Uh, okay. Okay, okay, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, see, now, 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 we're going to back. Mm -mm. No, sir. No, sir. Here we go again. She's straight up and down, 12 and 6. He's always leaning in. Let's continue. Uh, see? This ain't going to work. 
He just happy to be here, y'all. He just happy to be here. Let's continue. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, okay. Now, see how she's turned away from him. Where's her body posture? Do you see any titty meat? Is he getting any titty meat? Her posture is facing us. Supposed to be facing him, but let's continue. Let's continue. Once again. Brother, you are too tall to be leaning in. You are too damn tall to be trying to lean in. Let's continue. I'm sure he's a nice model young man. I'm sure he's a nice model young man. I'm sure he meet, has good intentions, but this ain't it, Chief. You think Bill Gates is going to sanction this? You think Bill Gates is going to sanction all of his hard work to run the risk to leave it to somebody like him? Quit playing with me. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. As long as everybody understands. All right. Okay. She's happy to show him and he's happy to be shown off. And he's happy to be shown off. No titty. Okay. Y'all didn't see the titty. Okay. Good, 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 good. Yeah. Shout out to him. For being for being able to be in a proximity to her, but still. Okay. Where is he from? I have no idea. You know what? Let's do, let's go looking. Let's go hunting. That's a good question. That's a good question. Bill Gates daughter boyfriend. Robert Ross, he's Stanford. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Phoebe Gates has condemned racist comments she receives about her boyfriend who is black while opening up about the downsides of social media fame. Gates is the youngest daughter of Bill and Melinda. The Stanford University has 64,000 followers on TikTok. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right, let's go. Um, Gates went Instagram official with her boyfriend, a fellow Stanford student named Robert Ross. She and her boyfriend have been subjected to comments about the relationship since then with the TikTok revealing she's done being mean about being an interracial relationship. It's 2023. I'm done being mean for being in an interracial relationship. Uh, whose parents, okay, the parents divorced in 2021 after 27 years of marriage. And those numbers again, y'all. Also revealed that she is aware most of her followers follow her because of her last name. Now, once again, I'm sure he's an outstanding, brilliant young man. But sir, this is above your pay grade. But this is why it's important to get your kids around the kids of people that matter. Okay, what the fuck he's saying? This is why I say it's important to get your kids around them other kids whose parents matter, right? If you don't, if listen, if your kid, tell your kid, listen, you're going to go to school for two years. You're going to go to the best school I can, I can get you for two years. All you do is network. Get in, get out. Get in for two years, get out, network. Find out whose parents do what. 
Be those kids' friends. Get in close. Get in proximity. It's all about proximity. We need to teach our children it's about proximity. Damn what you're trying to go to school for. I need you to go to school because those kids go to school here. Their kids go to school there. I need you to go to that school. I'm sorry. I know you want to go to HBC. I know you want to go to Howard. I need you to go to Stanford. I need you to go to Dartmouth. I need you to go to Yale. I know you wanted to go to Howard, honey. I need you to go to Harvard. I need you to go to, I need you to go to William and Mary. I need you to go to, I need you to go to Penn State. Okay. I know you wanted to go to uh, Florida a and I need you to go to MIT. You understand? Do you understand? Get your kids in proximity. The best thing you can do is get your kids into proximity with these people. I'm, it is what it is. If you're not getting your kids in in close proximity, I believe you're not doing them. Uh, uh, you're not doing them a, 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 a service. Your job as a parent is to get your kids into proximity to these kids' people. I'm sorry. It is what it is. All right. Okay. Now, with that being said, I'm going to get out of here. The homies got something they want to say to y'all before we head out. Once again, I thank everybody for hanging out. The homies got something to say. What y'all got to say? <laughs> Sensational.